0: Welcome back to another episode of The Art of Conversation. Today, we are going to be talking about active listening and the integral role that it plays in our conversations. Whether you are in a podcast and you have a lot of time to unpack a lot of information, or you are in a quick, networking, fast, uh, high-pressure situation which you don't have the ability to get deep, we are going to share tips and tricks on how to get better at practicing active listening.
1: Welcome to the Art of Conversation. I'm Aaron wogel And I'm Chaim Simcha. Nowadays, we are constantly communicating and in conversation with everyone around us. We are two extroverts and conversation lovers exploring the depths of human connection, communication, and the soft skills needed on a daily basis. This is the Meta Conversation,
0: a conversation about conversations. So tune in. And join the conversation. I want to talk about today something that so many people have been reaching out to me through through my work with podcasting, and they want to know how to get better at the flows of their conversation, how to get better at asking questions and responding to questions. And I think so much of the at the core of this issue is the art of active listening and the skill of being able to listen, take in what the other person's saying come back stronger have a question that reflects that listening and not just continuously switch to new conversations and new questions and I think that art is sometimes lost which is why people go to questions for podcasts and just going um, trying to, to rapid fire questions because they don't know how to listen take it in and have a conversation with that so for me in my journey it's active listening sits very, very high on the list of things to learn and to get better at. I want to know what challenges have you seen through networking and through your journey? What are things and issues that you've seen come up with active listening?
1: So that's a great question. There's so much to talk about active listening. And as you mentioned, I think it's an, it's an art form. It's not very, very well known art form. That being said... You don't have to be very, very good at it. You just have to show people that you're listening. Now... What does
0: it mean to be very, very good?
1: Someone who's very, very good at active listening... Okay, so I'll clarify that. There are therapists who are very, very good at active listening. Um, There are a lot of therapists that aren't, and that's fine. But, well, it's not so fine, but... um, there are diplomats, some of them, who are very, very good at active listening. There, a famous story, uh, I probably said it a bunch of times, Benjamin Disraeli, who was the former uh, prime minister of, the, of uh, Great Britain um, a long time ago, he was described as the best conversationalist of his time. And if you drill down like to the actual story... He was a very, very good active listener, and then he knew how to ask the right questions. So I personally look at active listening as if a conversation is a game. Like, let's visualize this. Um, Does everybody know what a tennis game looks like? So you look at a tennis game, but look at it as, like, in slow motion. So you start off the conversation, you serve, right? You're not trying to get anybody out. You're trying to have a volley here. You serve it nicely, and then you give it over to the other person. Now read their body language. Where are they moving? What are they doing? Are they going to hit you with something that you're ready for or something that you're not? Uh, News journalists are, from what I've seen, especially recently, are not very good at active listening. They want to hit you with something and then when, if that works, great. And then they get their story. Or they want to hit you with something else. That's not the kind of conversation that I like to promote. Because I like promoting conversations that are good. That, are, that can be win-wins. That are conducive. Um, conducive to actually building relationships. When you get back to the analogy when, when you' when the person who you're playing against or playing with has the ball, then you see how they're moving, what they're moving and then they hit it back and then it's your turn. understand where they hit it and then move accordingly. So that's how I look at um, active listening in a conversation and again it's a rough analogy it doesn't it's, it doesn't jive completely but um, I think you get the picture. It's really about understanding what is this person saying? What's interesting for them? Focus in on the points that they make that you see that those are important for them because those are the points that will take the conversation to the next level. And... If you just ask rapid fire questions, it's not, you're not actively, you you may be listening, but you're not actively listening and you're not giving space for someone to really, really be and even lead the conversation.
0: What is it not? Is it not, not talking? Active listening doesn't mean being silent.
1: No, not at all. Active listening being is, means being an active part of the conversation, but it means actively being there. So, okay, we're going to go into another analogy, which is great because I love this, especially recently. How many of you are familiar with yoga? Meditation. So yoga and meditation both have forms of active breathing. Now, for those of you who don't know what active breathing is, sit Sit down in a dark room, preferably, because then you can actually close your eyes and like be more present. Close your eyes and start taking deep breaths. Count four or five, inhale, four or five, exhale, and just actively feel your breath.
0: You're always actively breathing, but it's the being conscious of it, right?
1: Exactly. Hopefully you're actively breathing. Yeah. Um, and if you're listening to this hopefully keep on breathing. <laughs> but um, the podcast should be that uh, that joke, mm-hmm. you know. Somebody just yeah, breathe exactly. in, breathe out. Breathe yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but back to the the if we're actively breathing, right? We can understand that you need to be you need to be conscious of the breaths, the in and the out. Now, if you are If we understand that you have to do that for breathing, think about that in a second for listening. You have to be conscious of the listening, of the other person, of their words, of their body language. Super, super important. The body language can tell you almost everything when you start thinking about it. But you actually have to think about it. It goes into another segue, which a lot of people are doing most things distracted. When we're doing most things distracted, we don't necessarily have the capacity to actively be. (laughs) And what's super powerful is actively being for a short period of time will give both parties to the conversation a deeper connection. And that could be a child with a parent, it could be a spouse, and it could be a business meeting.
0: Yeah, I'm just letting that sink in. I'm letting that, like, it's an important part of the conversation is to be able to respond to it, and that's what I, that's what I think. What do you think is some tips for somebody who is having a hard time actively listening? Uh, with networking you're at a quick fast event you have to meet somebody you're meeting somebody you have six minutes with them you know how do you listen to what they're trying to say what's a good trip trick for that
1: so that's a great question um tips and tricks understand the length understand how much time you actually have i personally whenever i go to a networking event i'm never trying to push a sale I'm looking to meet a person, get a good vibe. Let's set a coffee date. Because then you'll have time. And then we can schmooze. And even when we have coffee, I personally usually take up half of the time just getting to know each other. Because, again, people do business with what they like and they trust. If we don't like you and trust you, then what are we doing here? Even if I can sell you or you can sell me, what's the point? And... It's almost getting in, getting, putting your
0: your your needs aside for the other person in that moment. I'm here for you. I want to get to know you, so I'm here, but I want to get to know you. Yes, and that helps you because I don't have to express what I feel or how i how I'm thinking.
1: Not as much. Definitely don't negate yourself completely.
0: Yeah, there's like a give and take in conversation. If you're like. Like you mentioned earlier, therapists. Like if I if I'm totally there for you, I'm like, how do you feel? How does that make you feel? Again, I appreciate therapists. I, I mean nothing by that, but I'm saying that. Um, then it feels like a, like a case, you know. So there's a give and a take. Sometimes I'll even share something personal, in a conversation, just to make sure that you don't feel that I'm just here to 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 in, inquire, you know, and to find and to investigate all about you. I'm also sharing here. It's a good point. That's a that's like a, a trick and within outside of podcasting, but within conversations, how to do that.
1: It's a good point. And there are conversations that are like that. You see how I just did that now? Because
0: we were I was grilling you and then to make sure that you're comfortable that you know that I also have, then I, I shared something as well.
1: Right. And and it works. As long as the dynamic is, is 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 good and the timing is right, there are people who walk in a conversation and they'll just talk about themselves. And a lot of people what like you, talking about themselves. What do
0: you call those kinds of people? Hmm. Me uh, monsters.
1: Interesting. <laughs> that's always
0: my family. We've all my brothers. Like, we know certain people who are the me monsters.
1: It's all about me. Um, and, and when you say a story, then they'll tell you a story about them that they did that. Oh,
0: that's interesting. Remember? Exactly. And like, or for me, it happened.
1: And that's not actively listening. It, it could be actively yeah. listening, but it's actively listening in order to shift the focus
0: again sharing a story is not there's nothing wrong with butting in there's nothing wrong with necessarily there's nothing wrong with sharing a story it's okay but where's your focus you focus on you you focus on the other person like uh, where's the where's the goal of this conversation I think
1: right an an interesting story happened to me happened to me last night met someone who new job isn't working out gonna shift a little bit in careers and they weren't feeling great about themselves, so if when you get when you pick up on signals, if you can actually let people be. So, like for example, last night I let them be more, instead of like me like actively being more part of the conversation. Let them be, and then let them think explore about their feelings. Exactly, a little right? bit more about that. And also a little bit more about the future, because people love to say, oh, I'm too old for that or I'm too this for that or whatever. And then they forget all about, like, you know, um, Colonel Sanders, who started when he was 60, whatever, and et cetera, et cetera, and all of that stuff. And then people who are young and you're supposed to make mistakes, you're supposed to figure out what's wrong for you. If something's making you miserable, that's probably wrong for you. Probably. And yes, two generations ago you would have stuck it out because you need a job, because you need to pay for food. But now you have so many options. But look at the good that you have and the value that you have and that you actually bring. But people need space in order to actually express those feelings and sometimes and actually see that. So... Um, active listening gives them that space.
0: Right. Asking those questions. So how does that feel? Do you have an experience with that? What happened last week? Um, That's part of, those are tools, tips, parts of active listening is asking those questions that encourage the person to dig a little deeper.
1: It's a great point. And I'll tell you one thing that just popped into mind. Um, When I sit down with strategy sessions with startups Startups are usually a hundred moving parts and hundred is a very, very small number. There's usually a lot of moving parts and there are a lot of people involved, some, oh, some people involved. And when somebody brings up a certain idea, first of all, listen to the idea. Don't impose it on somebody else. And then I like to ask why. Why do we need to do this? And then you go into this long answer. Why? And you can drill down to levels that of thought that you can map out a whole bunch of things which might not be necessarily the, f- the first thing that they actually thought of, but it gives you such a clear picture just by actually listening and asking why. And then how
0: why do you believe that yeah yeah
1: and then if it again if it's a belief then that's if, if they actually did the research then there's a whole another set of questions but it's giving people space and respect always have to respect people
0: yeah that's a, uh, if we take a detour on that that's such an important point to respect through your questions it shows how you respect you're always taking an angle and so that's part of, you know, um, your response back when somebody says X, Y, and Z, and then you respond, that can't be true, right? It's true, you're active listening, you listen, you're responding to what they're saying, but you've now crushed them in a sense, like, now you have, you're in position to prove it to me. Now this conversation is going to take a whole nother, whereas you could have said, you could have just said, oh, wow, I never thought that way. How would you, like, can you explore that with me? Can you just tell me why you think that's true? Same question, but respectful. Now putting me in the hot seat, and then we can then the conversation takes a more agreeable, uh, agreeable path.
1: A hundred percent. And this is why I mentioned that some of my best conversations that I enjoy the most are with people who are diametrically opposed. Cool. To because if you don't have that respect, conversation doesn't get off the ground. You're done. And if somebody comes in hostile. You can still have a good conversation if you know how to be respectful enough, diffuse that tension, and then just talk. I've spoken to some amazing, amazing people who believe nothing like me at all, and that, which is fine. and And it's it's mind boggling how different they think, and then when you actually take a step back and you say, oh, everybody grows up with certain biases. We grow up with different color glasses. So if you're growing up as a Christian in Europe, you're thinking this way. If you're growing up as a Jew in America, you're thinking this way. If you're growing up as African American, you have other thoughts, which everything is fine. And then when you actually sit down and have a conversation you can see different sides of the same story but if you take your, your if you take your emotions out of the if you take a step back with your emotions you can't take them out of the picture because yeah. that's well, it's how even it works.
0: hard just to stay, take a step back but.
1: <laughs> <True>. <laughs> especially about hot-button hot topics which is one of the main reasons everybody who's on LinkedIn please don't do politics on LinkedIn just don't, because you're always going to have people who are cheering you on and you're always going to have people who are bashing you. Politics is very, very hot topic. Now, the issue with having a conversation like that, controversy. Um, it's a probably a whole other episode, but if you do that, you will get shot from both sides. You'll be in the middle of the battlefield, you will get shot from both sides. It's not conducive to anything. So um, I think that that gives a little bit of perspective. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Art of the Conversation, where we're having conversations about having conversations. What tips, tricks, what works and what doesn't work. Um, We hope you enjoyed this episode. And in the show notes, you're going to see a link to our LinkedIn post. Please go and join us in the conversation. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you didn't like and feel free offer some other things we should talk about have a conversation about having conversation join the conversation